Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. All right, everyone, welcome to episode 48 of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host for the week, Knuckles. And I'm on the tail end of my vacation. Kind of saddening that I'm spending it podcasting with assholes. Uh, speaking of those assholes, um, Jack, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing alright. How about you, Knuckles? I'm doing good. And, uh, our other asshole and cohort, Ginger Boy, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. I, I, know, the, I know the feeling, though, man. I, I had to go back. To, I was on vacation last week. I had to start my, my vacation by recording with you guys, so that was, that was a bad way to start your vacation. Hey, at least you started... <laughs> You start your vacation after your work day, so hey, that's that's true. That's, that's true. Not bad. No, but I know that you, I've, you, you could have uh, been worse ways to start your vacation. Yeah, true. Very true. Very true. But I know the feeling though. That there's like no greater feeling than like you could be living in Iowa. Oh, that's not very. That's not very nice. We have good <laughs> stuff here. All right. Yeah, uh, gonna start off with Fireball whiskey. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Let's get rid of the hobo whiskey and move on to our, what we've been playing. Oh, uh, that was my introduction. Yeah, you don't. We none of us got a decent got a long introduction. I want to go short here. All right, I want to keep it to decent length. Been saying that every week for like forty eight weeks now. Never happens. Yeah, and we've always been going for a fucking hour and a half, and I don't really like that. And I'm sure as the editor, you don't like that either. That's why every week I ask I'm you trying to be, I'm trying to do what's best for you. I'm trying to do what's best for you, alright? Wow. That's that's first. I, I, I care, okay? No, no, I know you're lying. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I am. But, uh, since I went with Jack first last time, Ginger Boy, what have you been playing? Oh, you know, uh, playing quite a bit, actually. I, uh, I got, you know, I talked about I got MLB, MLB The Show last week, playing the crap out of that. Um, unfortunately, I got drafted to the Minnesota Twins, who are last in who are last in pitching, and are twenty fifth in hitting. So, needless to say, we're not doing very good. But uh, I lead. Well, you get, it's your job to bring that team up now. Well, I I am so far I am on pace to win the Triple Crown. So, oh, so if people don't know, that's uh, lead the league in batting average, home runs, and RBIs. Um, I'm in the top five in all three of those, and I think I lead one of them. Uh, I think it's funny how the only player in the game is at the lead. Hmm. Well, hmm. Yeah. Are you playing on easy or are you playing on uh, the show mode? I, I'm playing on the show mode, but uh, the, the road to the show mode is what I'm playing on. Uh, but I know I'm playing on, I think it's veteran. I think that's three yeah. out of five, like as far as difficulty levels go. Um. I figured it would have been like the show difficulty or some stupid shit like no, that. No, you can set it up to like it actually the, the difficulty will raise and lower 
depending on how 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 well you're doing. So if you're like in a cold streak, it will go down to beginner. But oh, if you're shit. like a twenty, this, this is kind of insulting. Yeah. So if you're like on a twenty game hitting streak, though, it'll raise it all the way up to like the most like range it up. The I difficulty. think it's like Hall of Fame, or I don't know what the top difficulty level is. So it wants to kick you in the nuts and then bring you back up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that sucks. So, yeah, no, I've had a lot of fun with that. I sunk a lot of time into that during my vacation. And um, I also picked up, um, I didn't even know if this came out until my buddy told me. Like, they didn't advertise it at all on the on the PlayStation Store or anywhere on PlayStation. Uh, I got the Outlast Whistleblower DLC. Uh, I think it just came out, uh, I think, last Tuesday um, on okay, the 6th. Um, it's pretty good. It was uh, only, It's only $9, which is uh, fair price. Um, you can go through it. My buddy said he went through in about, I think, about two, two and a half hours. It took me two and a half to three hours. Um, kind of more the same where you actually, you are, you play as the guy that sent the email um, to the journalist you play in the original okay. game, Outlast. So it starts off before, sure. um, you know, the, what, the events of the game. It's like, yeah, I've seen some shit. I want you to go see some shit now. Yeah, so, <laughs> spoiler alert for Outlast. Um, you actually see Billy... Um, like you're at the part where he gets put into like the thing in the machine, and he t- he turns into yeah. the ghost thing that kills everybody. Um, oh yeah. So you actually like the machine like malfunctions. So he's like uh, you play as I can't remember the guy's name that but sends an email. But he um, he's like the IT guy there. He goes and like he has to go like it starts off where like you send the email to the journalist, and he had to walk to the into the room where the whole game ends in that big room where Billy's body is, and like you have to like, fix yeah. the machine and everything like that and. It basically, you actually he'll chase you through all throughout the game too, or in random moments. Um, but this one, <laughs> it's kind of a it's, a it's a much different pace. Where I thought Outlast was kind of a, a roller coaster ride, where like you'd have like these high moments where like you're running, or like there's like this really tense moment, and then you might have ten to fifteen yeah. minutes of just kind of like you're walking through some rooms, and like there might be some jump scare jump moments here, but for the most part, it's just like just building up to the like the intensity, like the, the intensity levels building up, and you know, the and like that, the anticipation's building up. With this one, I felt like I was running a lot of the game where it was just kind of like big moment after big moment after big moment. Where you never really, there wasn't really a moment where like, you know, for a long, a long stretch of time where you didn't have like something crazy going on. It was just boom, 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 boom. Like you just, like you run into like, uh, like you run into the, the big guy that always chases you around, the big bald guy. Um, oh, uh, oh, Hans and Fawns nice. as, um, uh, Jack likes Hans to put Hans and Franz, yeah. How they, um, how Jack like to put it, um, they uh, they make an appearance in the game. Um, there's this weird guy. This, this the craziest part was like the first like, half of the, the DLCs. You get chased by this guy with a bone saw that uh, wants to eat what you. What the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. Like it, that's like uh, this really cool part actually, where like um, like pretty much I think I think like the probably about the first hour, maybe hour and a half of the game is right. you get chased by this guy and like, you'll lose him. And you can just hear like he has a, like the the bone saw going. You can hear like you can hear it going. And he's just walking around, and like you'll you'll like you'll get away from him, and then like it'd be like three or four minutes of just like, all right, I'm away from him. I can breathe now. And you're just like, oh okay, I'm out of there. That was tense. oh my god. And then like he was like a few minutes later, like you'll get into like an, another section of the of the asylum, and you just hear it going on. You hear the bone saw, and you're like, oh no, and I'll just chase you. It's just. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, it, like I said, it, it's pretty short. I, I, I imagine if you went through a little, you probably go through a little slower. It could take you a little longer. But um, overall, it's pretty good. The only thing I didn't like about it, I thought the ending 
was kind of anticlimactic, like the last like five minutes of the game. What? Just like the ending to the original. Um. Outlast. Yeah, that was kind of yeah. I mean, that wasn't a bad ending, but yeah, it was kind of you know it was weird. But this one, yeah, it just kind of like it just kind of ends. Um, I don't want to spoil what happens, but it, it, it's it's kind of a weird ending. Uh, it does it does actually start like I said, it starts off before the whole thing goes crazy. And then like like basically they they find out that you sent the email, and they try to do the same thing they did to all the other guys in the asylum. And you wake up and everything has gone right. to hell, and pretty much that's where it starts <laughs> off at. And it also goes on like um, it ends like when uh, it, when the when the original journalist is there too. So it takes place before and concurrently with the Outlast game. So I would say for nine bucks, um, if you enjoyed the original Outlast, um, you want more of it, um, definitely pick it up. And I speaking of uh, real quick, don't mean to cut you good. off, but. Have you heard of the game Dread Out? Mm-mm. It's on Steam right now for like thirteen bucks. Okay. Yeah, it's on sale for thirteen dollars. It's essentially uh, Outlast, but instead of a journalist with a camera, you're a high school female with a smartphone. Hmm. Did you about and do what? Uh, did you, I I think it was a Kickstarter coming out, but um, a video like it, it's like this. You play as like a toddler. And it's kind of the same thing. You're in a house now. Like, you play from the perspective as, like, a two- or three-year-old. I can't remember what it's called. I think I just saw... What the fuck? I think I saw a video on it. I, <laughs> what? Yeah, basically, it's like you're in, like, a haunted house or, like, I don't know. I can't... I don't know. Like, I just saw, like, a, like a thing about it. Like, I didn't really read into it. But I don't know if it's, like, someone breaks into the house and, like, you're, like, a toddler or if it's, like, a haunted house. And you're, I know I know you play as a toddler. It's a thriller <laughs> game. Kind of, like, Outlast. But I did um I did buy... Uh, I think it says a couple weeks ago I bought Daylight, which looks like a um, knockoff of Outlast, um, and I still get to play it. So hopefully I'll play it this week, and I'll talk about it yeah. um, next week. Or any- Anyways. Uh, okay. Oh, I did I, I did want to say, though, real quick. Uh, Jack, I've got some bad news, buddy. And what's I'm not buying the Mario Kart 8 Wii U bundle. Oh, really? No. Um, Didn't make enough? No, I, I, I bought one off Nintendo.com already for 200 bucks. <laughs> it'll good, it'll be here tomorrow, um, as of this recording. Awesome. Yes. So I feel a slight cold mm-hmm. coming on. <laughs> I don't know if I'll make it to work. <laughs> you were sick yesterday, so you technically have it out. Yeah, but the Wii U wasn't going to be here. I should call him. Hmm. Uh, well, have you been playing anything else? Nope. Uh, let's move on to the other guy. Jack, what have you been playing? Well, let's see. For the past week or so, I've actually been gaming a little bit more, considering that uh, I've been, <laughs> I've been finally getting like off the Pokemon kick, maybe like for about a little bit. So I had to take a break for that for about a week. So I went through and I picked up a couple games. I was literally at my Walmart and I was just looking. Okay, I'm looking at MLB 14 this show. I'm looking at that. Then I'm looking at the other games uh-huh. for the 3DS. Is like all, um, hmm. Hey, $30 for Mario Kart. <sighs> and that Kirby game looks nice, too. Hey, you know what? I'm going to buy those. Oh, man. <laughs> broke my heart. So I... But, uh... Insert anyway. bad Star Wars quote here. Jackie boy! <laughs> breaking my heart! But anyway... I'm... I... <laughs> <laughs> so 
so I went through and I started playing Mario Golf because I've been uh, I've actually decided to go onto a certain message board that I go to and uh, I joined a little tournament and stuff. Which the tournament for like format for uh, Mario Golf is not that bad. You basically can play at your own pace. It's not like a live action thing where it's like uh, everybody has to play so and so type of. It's not like GTA like Golf. No, not like that at all. It's basically already pre like it's you play the round of golf like say set at whatever the tournament organizer sets the rules at like for instance they would set it maybe like to about holes 10 through 18 the person with the high, like the lowest score gets higher up on the leaderboard for that particular tournament you know do this and do that and one thing that's pretty cool is they actually have little numbers that you can actually search out what the individual little tournament is which kind of which is kind of interesting being that uh, I don't really consider like Nintendo to be really like online suave with certain like particular games but with Mario Golf, it actually kind of works to a certain extent because you can you can actually go online with this game and play with other people, like actual live people and stuff. You could schedule tournaments. You can actually go on hmm. other people's tournaments. But uh, I'm really liking the fact that there's a lot of uh, there are like a lot of options and stuff that you can go through. It has that particular RPG like type of element that. Uh, well, maybe not as in a traditional sense like past Mario Golf games, but if, like, for, say, an earlier Mario sports game that released for the 3DS was Mario Tennis, and how that, uh, and basically how that did is you upgraded your equipment and stuff, it would make you better as a player. The same thing kind of rings true for Mario Golf, only this time you actually have the option of entering specific tournaments to face off against Nintendo characters. It's much more type of RPG-esque, but, uh, at the same time, there's no leveling up. There's no type of, like, stuff like that. But the actual gameplay about it, it's really fun. It's really fun. It's just exactly like uh, I used to play Mario Golf on the N64 or on the Game Boy Color. And honestly, I feel like I feel like it's actually, like, the best Mario Golf game that I've played out of those uh, things because the course is a little bit more, like, creative and stuff. There's a lot more variety of characters. I mean, I find it kind of annoying every time you go into a tournament and stuff and after... Uh, after you place inside the tournament, the little characters get like their little like uh, like sound bite type of like like Yahoo or Yippee or something like that. It gets Yippee! kind of annoying after about three or four times of yeah, just kind of like that, you know, like Yippee! Jake Lloyd from and Episode One of Star Wars is in this game. No, really? <laughs> Yippee! There's a, there's an Episode One. <laughs> Mario Golf Episode One, yep. the Toad Menace. <laughs> anyway. The Toad Menace. <laughs> episode title. But, uh. Is that the episode title? Oh my god. Anyway. There are other type of modes inside the game, too. You can actually do, like, ring shot type of stuff. And, uh. Like, oh, let's see. And other types of, like, uh, tournament organized things, but I've already explained that already. But, yeah, I feel it's pretty competent for, like, uh. Mario Golf game. And really, if. You have nothing else to better to play on your 3DS. This is a great little uh, distraction game that you can play maybe on your like commute to work or maybe even like on a lunch break or something. Play like about five or ten minutes or so of golf, then just close it and stuff like that. But uh, another 3DS well, game. Qu- I question, to real quick, here. before we go on. Yeah. Um, yeah no problem. Are you going to get the season pass? Because I heard um, so they dropped to the thirty bucks because they're going to do a ten dollars season pass, right? At least that's what I heard. I was just wondering if you're, are you are you going to get that or not? Yeah. A season pass for... For Mario Golf? Yeah. It actually details... Yeah, there's something about the, the season pass I can talk about as well, because 
Nintendo actually has it where you they've listed everything that's inside the season pass, which kind of impresses me a bit because not a lot of game makers or developers actually do that. <laughs> per se. But you're getting extra characters, you're getting extra courses. I think, yeah, maybe down the line I will purchase it because it seems really tempting. Yeah, I thought it was kind of a cool thing when they actually dropped the price of the game. So really, if you spent the extra ten bucks, you'd be you're pretty much getting everything in the game, whether it be for forty bucks. You know, I think I think that's a cool idea they did did there, where it's not like doesn't feel like it's gouging you, like they took stuff out, they, like they charge you ten more dollars. I know, it's like the first time in like almost ten or like like seven to ten years where I've actually bought like a an actual handheld game, like a Nintendo handheld game for lower than forty bucks. Yeah, you know, it actually was kind of cool that way because mario golf for the 3ds is like 30 bucks yeah really good really steal at that price but the other 3ds game i wanted to try to cover a little bit here is kirby triple deluxe that game is obviously your standard like kirby game so the the creativity the level designs there i mean it works because of, like the gameplay aspect the game is really the game is relatively easy it's the type of game you would play say if you are kind of burnt out like all those heavy type of violent games it's also good, like, uh, I would also think it's kind of decent in its own way to try to, you know, like, relieve some stress on the top of your head. But uh, the thing I kind of like about it, yeah, it's the same old Kirby, but there's a, there's some cup, there are a couple different things with it. Like, for instance, when you collect certain things during the level, you have an option, like, to collect these certain type of keychains, which kind of have a reference back to old Kirby games. Like, for example, a couple days ago when I was uh, playing it, I actually uh, collected a couple of keychains, and one of them were like uh, was from the old Kirby Superstar game for the Super Nintendo, Ooh. and it had the character Dinoblade, which <laughs> is kind of funny. It's actual keychain, and the funny part about it is if you move the 3DS and stuff, the little gyroscope thing in the 3DS actually makes the keychain move. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's a cool little touch. So is it like actually like but, on uh, like you could see it on like if you were playing on like your kitchen table, the keychain would be on the table, or it's just like on the screen. Like how some yeah, of those uh, what's screen? It's like it's okay. actually hung up. It looks like it's hung up on like a bulletin board. Oh, okay, of. I thought it was kind of like how they had those um, those cards that came with the system. I thought like it pop out like out of your table or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the game is really fun. It's really kind of easy, but uh, still, it's worth like a go through if you want to buy like uh, when it goes down in price. I mean, really, it's I think it's fun. But uh, the last game I want to try to cover, I'm just going to cover maybe like about, maybe like one mission or so that I played through on Borderlands 2 last night, because I've been playing a little bit of that, because I got the urge <laughs> to play it a few nights ago, and for some odd Still reason... Still a little irritated about that. <laughs> which, yes, you have the right to be irritated, since, uh, you know, Knuckles and I off the air actually think, hey, why don't we both play Borderlands 2 together, blah, 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 after the podcast ends, and it's like... We did that once. Knuckles had a emergent, had like a little sick time thing the last next week. Then we didn't do it like the week after that. All of a sudden, I started I, getting. I was games. on PS3, Borderlands yeah. Two, Raid Play. Yeah, actually, you were, and I'm like, uh, I. Uh. But anyway, through my whole like little binge thing of playing like Borderlands Two, there's this one mission. This is a side mission, and it's like right after like. Uh, it's, it's one of those missions inside Sanctuary, that big city, where the mission title is called Splinter Group, right? So, 
Anyway, that's probably the most common side mission in the game. Yeah, it's one of the most common side missions, though. But I, I loved it because it was just really hilarious. So you go off to this one place, this one like, this one factory or something like that. You drop down like a sewer pipe, right? And uh, you just drop right in the middle, like just there's this big old open chamber, and uh, you have like a like a convenient like say like a table, like a tablecloth. You have everything else and stuff. It looks really reminiscent to like. Uh, like, obviously, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because right at the very next moment when you place the pizza, you have these rat dudes that uh, their various names are like uh, like Leo, like Don, like kind of <laughs> like uh, Ralph, and then like Mike and stuff like that. Oh, my God. The only one that's missing is Splinter. You know what's kind of funny? I kill those guys, and I go off to the next room try to collect the guns. And who should come out is this dude called Flinter. And he goes and he kills me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Because I did not expect it, because I had to get out of the room. Oh, rookie mistake. I actually went through that with uh, Knuckles took me there when we played through the game. But you had your, um, was it the Mechromancer? You had like a fit level 50 Mechromancer, and you just like ran through it before oh, I even, Jesus like, Christ. I think I wasn't even in the room yet here to kill them all. <laughs> oh my god. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were not that. No, they weren't. You like we knocked them out like in 10 seconds. You know, it's also kind of funny, there's, like, another mission that I did, which was part of, like, uh, that big, that, oh boy, it's that part of that one dude and stuff that has has you going out and just beating all these random, like, uh, creatures and stuff to collect data, but, uh, there's, an F, there's like, a side mission title called Mighty Morphin, which <laughs> you have to go, and, uh, <laughs> you have to go, like, to this particular group and, like, these, like, insects and stuff, you gotta force them to go into this, their cocoons and stuff, you have to inject them with, like, this, uh, serum and stuff. And they all, like, transform into these badass, like, uh, moths and stuff like that. It's so funny, because after you do that, it's like, okay, good, good job. All of a sudden, the thing emerges, and it's like a, this big old badass, like, moth. It's like, oh, God, ew, kill it, kill it, kill it. <laughs> <laughs> but I am really starting to enjoy Borderlands 3 with that. Oh, those missions, man. It's, it just takes you off guard, because, like I was saying before, I was just playing, like, at least... A couple, like a couple hours, just like going through some of the story missions because I wanted to do that, and I'm using like my uh, my assassin that I have. <laughs> it got him up to level twenty, which kind of surprises me. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. See, I want to touch on that because last week I talked about the Borderlands Two for the Vita. Yeah, and uh, as how I said uh, that there was no sprint. Yeah. Well, I was wrong. The oh, sprint yeah. is with the melee. <laughs> so on the back on the back screen, instead of uh, tapping for the melee, you have to touch it and then slide to get you to run and hold it so it continues to run. Which hold yes, you have to slide it and then hold, so uh, your character will run. Jesus but Christ. which, if you're in a fight and you need to back off, you can kind of start to melee sometimes. And if you're not used to the controls, and it's kind of challenging for that. It's kind of retarded. Holy and yes, I, I was wrong, but I was also wrong about the not being able to switch controls. But oh, it's I kind of wish they had the where you can make your own preset. Which hardly any game does that nowadays. 
for God's <clears throat> sakes, it's 2014. We need to be able to create our own control sets, for God's sakes. <laughs> I mean, they could do it for PC players, but not for fucking, like, uh, yeah. console or handheld players. I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm trying to make it more convenient. Yeah, but... guys. Come on. Thank you. <laughs> we Thank you for putting all that time into those video games that we take for granted and piss on. Thank you. Please, give us our fucking controls... Or fucking custom controls. It's like, I don't care if the triangle button is... Just, I want to use it for run. I don't want to switch weapons. Oh, God, that gives me bad freaking <laughs> flashbacks to Metroid Prime Hunters on DS. Because you, because you can only set it up two ways. Left-handed or right-handed. And if you're, if you're, if you're a lefty like me... The all the the moving around was the was the was the uh, X Y B A part, but oh my god, buttons. that's terrible! Oh, it was that game was awesome. That. If it wasn't for, that game, would have been great. It wasn't for the freaking controls because you could not do it. Like, you had to use the touch screen. Controls make or break games. Well, the, they really the problem better. was you had to use the touch screen to like move. Like that was like the right analog stick. So like you move like up yeah. and down, yep. le- you know, look around, and then like you had to use the you know the with apparently you know, either the, the the thumb or the D pad or the buttons to like. The move, like the go forward, backwards, left, right, and then you had to use the, the, the oh god, it was bad. Then you had to use like the left and right to shoot. It was awful. Oh my gosh, I remember back when I first got the the, the original DS, that big old fat thing. It came with the demo that it had that uh, that uh, yeah, the DS fat and stuff like that. It had that little uh, thumb uh, little thumb strap or something like that where you can actually use the touch screen in order to try to move yep. it, like oh, move wow. like the cursor or everything else with that. Because it came with Metroid prime hunters like the first hunt that demo yeah. of the game and i was playing that and was like god this is so goddamn awkward it's like what the hell am i supposed to I do i thought the strap thing was on there which is why most uh for uh, most first person shooters go to the call of duty formula now yeah. Oh, because yeah. of that shit well that's back when like the that was like when the this was be like a launch game yeah for DS, this was so yeah. that was back when they were really that heavy was, into the touchscreen they wanted to, everything had to have touchscreen you know um God, this was I think it was a uh, SmackDown vs. Raw 2008. Uh-huh. That if you played it on the DS, first off it was terrible. Second uh-huh. off, you had to to do your moves. You had to draw them on the fucking uh, bottom screen. Okay, that kind of that, that could be pretty fuck do you funny. Draw a suplex. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like you have to like the moves for the screen. Like you had to, like like. Do like check marks and stuff like that to get them to do your grapples and shit. Oh my god, that sounds oh, awful. It was fucking ridiculous. Oh my I god, kind of I can, play I it can just imagine. I can just imagine like say like Knuckles having to go forth and try to just manipulate the touch screen or something like that. Like, hey, draw the particular move you want to do. All of a sudden, he just draws two stick figures trying to suplex each other, and it just goes into a heel <laughs> kick. <laughs> it's like all I could do is airplane spins. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> But going off that, the uh, SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 for the PSP was yeah. fucking great. Huh. But uh, moving on to what I've been playing. I've been kind of having a Bauer love fest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and he knows what I'm about to say. Um, I went back to Dragon Age Origins. Oh, my god! Ultimate Edition. Yeah, the Ultimate Edition, which... Hey, I'm a Bauer fan. This was my game of the generation for previous okay. generation. But, unlike last time, uh, I actually moved it to the PS3, and God, okay. there are differences. Really? Yeah, like, the PS3 is pretty bad for this game. 
intent. Not be, not for like anything huge, but you wipe out an entire area and you're still put, put in a fight pose. Uh-huh. Like, for like fucking probably about two minutes, five minutes. Yeah. And it's like, okay, area's been clean for five minutes, you can continue. What the... F- when normally after you kill the last person, instantly the cutscene's supposed to start. And when you're uh, defending a castle, it kind of worries you if you're about to run out of supplies. Uh-huh. And uh, kind of scary when you don't know the battle's finished. Huh. Yeah, but huh, there's also another really one. annoying. What? That really is annoying. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's pretty fucking annoying. There's also another one which worked out in my favor. There was a... Um, that actually happened throughout the most of the game for me. <laughs> and uh, another one, if you're familiar with Dragon Age, uh, you had to go to the Circle of Magi, which is basically a tower full of mages. And uh, you had to clear them out from uh, demons and shit like that. Yeah. Well... Normally, you uh, have to uh, walk all, all the way around to get to the next flight of stairs. Well, there's a glitch where the wall doesn't act like a wall. And if you're on the third floor, you can uh, walk, like, right as you walk out of the third floor, you can see the indicator for the fourth floor. And you can go straight to the fourth floor yeah. and skip that entire level. <laughs> is that the part where you get you get um, sucked into the void? Yeah, where you get sucked into the fate. The fate. Yeah. That's I hate that. That's my. <clears throat> I hate that part of the game. Turning oh, it was actually rat. really easy. Yeah, we the rat, the fucking golem, the spirit, or the arcane, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it I, is. That, I hate that entire part. <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, that was probably the worst part of the game. But once you know what you're doing, it it goes. Through there for like thirty minutes or five. Thirty minutes too long. Yeah, it would, yeah, it is thirty minutes too long, and especially if you start off in your origin story as a mage. That means you have to go back to the fade. Oh, like you have to go to the fade twice. Oh, yeah. And uh, luckily for me, I started off as a human noble. But the thing about Dragon Age is, like, it has has something similar to Mass Effect, but I feel like there's more options and more. More of a story with Dragon Age than there were around Mass Effect. Huh. <clears throat> and I'm sure uh, Ginger Boy can agree with this. Like, I think in Mass Effect there's like seven endings. Yeah, something like or, mm-hmm. what was Yeah, it was something like that, but in Dragon Age there's like 14. Yeah. Like, of y- each of your choices make an influence in the yeah, game. Yeah, you can like, you can it's meet party members. You can, you can skip entire party members, uh, I like the fact that there was like instead of just the Paragon Renegade in the in the middle option in Mass Effect series, the first one had five <coughs> options and not all of them were like, you know, some some of them you're like okay that's really evil and that one's really that's like the really nice that's thing. evil that one's really but good some and of them, like some of them were iffy yeah it just gave you like one sentence on five options you're like well, I don't know how any of these are gonna turn out but I, I like yeah that. <laughs> sometimes they pers- they say persuade. Sometimes they say intimidate, and sometimes they're cunning. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? I, like, I don't know what, what, what this is going to do here. Yeah, I was like, that's why yeah, I which, that game. Yeah, it's really inter- in- intriguing. Plus the story, the origin stories and 
the general story of the game in general, which is why most people don't really care for Dragon Age 2. Fuck like, it's basically streamlined the entire game, plus put a character in a story that no one cared about. That game didn't really have a story, but yeah. The game's story was go through this dungeon 15 times, then go through that dungeon 15 times, then go to the city 800 times. Yeah, pretty much, with, with wow. 45 minute loading screens between each one. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> the only good redeeming quality about the game was the combat system. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which, if you're a mage, you were a god. <laughs> no, seriously, if you're a mage in Dragon Age 2, uh, the moves were so overpowered that no one else took a chance. Yeah, they basically made that right. game for, like, mages. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, seeing how Inquisition is coming out, it's basically, uh, Mage Civil War. I can see how, like, the. Sorry, I have something in my throat. <coughs> You're gonna have to try to cut that yeah, out. I'll do that. But, uh, the Mage. There's a Mage quote Civil War, and, like, to get the full story, you probably need to be a Mage. And, uh, I, I kind of wonder how, uh, in Inquisition. How they're going to try to create the story when the previous games, the influences you made won't have any effect in it. That's my own real worry about Inquisition. Yeah, I'm kind of happy they're doing that though, because like, if if they if they did that where you had your Dragon Age one and two characters kind of went over, I like I'd have to buy for my 360 then. You know, I have when I have a, I have a PS4. You know. Yeah. I would have to buy for my 362 when I could buy for my Xbox One or my PS4. Yeah, so, I don't know, I'm happy they're doing that, but at the same time, it's like, I kind of want to know what happens to, like, like they have the DLC pack where... Like, like they have Varric coming in from Dragon Age 2. Yeah. He was first-hand in my game. Yeah. Like, he knows shit that people don't. And uh, I want to see that dialogue option, but... Yeah. It's going to... Be cut hand for next user. Yeah, what was the last the, the last DLC pack that came out for um, Dragon Age One? I mean, what was it, like? Were like the I think Awakening was the last one for Dragon Age. No, 1. the last one was like the one where you uh, you run into the woman that has your what's her name Morgan. Oh, witch hunt. Witch hunt. Yeah, yes. where like, you run into the girl that like she's carrying your child. And you want to? Oh, if you chose that yeah, ending for the original. which I did. Yeah, I mean that was and it. Kind of like which if you didn't, you lost a powerful fucking mage. Yeah. One of the two that you got. Yeah, so it just kind of sucked from that aspect where, you know, like, it kind of, like, leaves you on a cliffhanger there with your character yeah. and this whole story, and now you're probably never going to actually find out what's happening. See, from, from my ending, I, like, from my first character, I chose to go with her. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, what'd you do? I chose not to. I just, uh, we made, we made the agreement, I think. You, you chose to try to kill her, or, or... Oh, uh, yeah, like I said, there's fucking, that game can end in a thousand different ways. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And there's actually an achievement to see all the endings. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. So time consuming. (laughs) Yeah, well, for that type of game, it's, it's okay. Like, you see different endings, but you can go through the game in different ways. Right. Yeah, but it's it could take you not like Mass Effect. 20 hours to get through each ending. It, t- yeah, or unless you're like me and save right before like the final fight. 
Very true. Yeah, there you go. Y- you can do it like that, but it's it's more interesting and more actually get more out of it if you just go back through it. Uh, but moving on from Dragon Age, I've also been going back to another Bioware game. This one not so old. And uh, but let's see, I've been playing uh, going back to the Star Wars Old Republic since kind of been having the urge to play a decent Star Wars game and there really hasn't been one since the Old Republic not since Knights of the Old Republic and uh maybe Force Unleashed was okay really good game not worth 60 bucks solid not worth solid $20 game yeah which you can go pick up the bundle now for $20 but I you wouldn't I wouldn't risk playing the second game after the first one skip two yeah but Going back to the Old Republic is yes, yeah, free to play MMO. Uh, it went free to play way too fast, which I think is why people kind of hated it now. Uh, but kind of enjoying going through as a Sith and just tearing shit up and being evil. And for the most part, you can, for each, it's like it's a diff- typical Bioware game. But so every every they do something different with from most MMOs where. Instead of the text-based dialogue, every um, every quest you do, no matter how mundane it is, is a cutscene, and it's you basically have dialogue options like in Mass Effect and Dragon Age. And unlike Dragon Age Origins, is the decisions are pretty clear-cut. You have good, evil, and neutral, which is more Mass Effecty, uh, but. Uh, the differences were uh, each uh, fuck. What I'm trying to say, each class you can be from. You can be like a bounty hunter. You can be a Sith Lord, or you can be a, a Sith a Sith assassin, or stuff like that. But for the humans, you can be Jedi, Jedi Knight, whatever the fuck, and Stormtrooper, which for that type of game is pretty good pretty compelling because why would you want to be a stormtrooper when you could be a jedi yeah, but right. <laughs> yeah but they've the way they balance the game makes it makes it appear where you can actually see a stormtrooper kill a jedi which if you're familiar with the star wars revenge of the sith uh they quite did a lot of damage to the jedi but uh god what was i'm say again I had this shit talked about too. Um, oh yes, um, each class you can choose from uh, has two. Once you hit level ten, you can uh, choose to be uh, going to your advanced classes. Where, say, uh, if you're an inquisitor, you can either be a sorcerer like the emperor, or you can be an assassin like Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Yeah, and. Uh, I choose the Emperor, because that, sh- that guy was fucking badass. But, uh, until he got thrown off by Darth Vader, then. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> then shit, it just went weird. But. That's where each it cl- too. get tossed off by Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the ending for the Inquisitor storyline. It's like, you get tossed off by fucking Vader. Surprisingly enough, he makes an appearance from 3,000 years, thir- or 30,000 years in the <laughs> past. Damn, mannequin's old. <laughs> but but uh, 
Yeah, each class each class has basically its own origin story where if each class has their own missions and none of the missions overlap. Like it say if you're a stormtrooper, you'll never have the mission of uh and a, a fucking regular soldier. Like a smuggler, yeah, that's it. Like you can be a Han Solo if you wanted to. And uh which if you're a smuggler, you get to flirt with everybody. Typical Han flirt. And you always yes. shoot first. No. Seriously? Yeah. You can you, you flirt with you can flirt with pretty much anybody and as a smuggler. Which you can flirt with you can flirt sometimes with uh, uh, all the other classes. I cannot speak clearly now. But uh, God, what was this? There's one more thing I was gonna say about the game. Yeah, since it is free to play, you don't have to you can download the game, don't have to put a penny in it to experience the story to it and if you're a Star Wars fan I would recommend playing it. There's a lot of shit you can do and it's uh pretty fun. Especially for a bioware it's it's a bioware game, so you know the story's gonna be good. And if you're familiar with Knights of the Old Republic, it's pretty much a direct I wouldn't no. It's similar to Not So Little Republic. God, I'm, I think I'm starting to get sick. Thanks to you, Ginger Boy. <laughs> it's transferred to the mic. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's transferred through Facebook. Got you. Uh, Facebook's already the virus. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's all been pretty much playing. And, uh,. If you want to find me on Knights of the, if you, wow, if you want to find me on the Old Republic, <laughs> you can uh, message Yakov Diancento. What? Uh, I'm trying to spell it from memory. Okay, so please don't. Yakov. J- no. Dianceno. Uh, and uh, hopefully yeah, you'll choose, and hopefully you'll choose right from right and be the Sith, because the Sith are almighty. Um, but moving on, let's go and get into our topics. Okay, <laughs> assholes. Oh wait, what do we do here? Not not you. I'm an asshole. Oh, like Jack. Because I said bingo was his name. <laughs> <laughs> you'll hear in the audio. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, a couple days ago, uh, Microsoft announced that there will be a new Xbox coming out without a Kinect for three ninety nine. Yes. No, that's impossible. And you can't all... do that. The Kinect has to be plugged in at all times. No, <laughs> you know they got rid of that shit. Yeah, yeah, they did. Because people started. You have to, you have to be online at all times too, at least once every twenty four hours. No. <laughs> Wait, you have to get online the first time, then you can go offline. No. No, wait. I think they got rid of that, too. Yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> but uh, they're also dropping the... What, what is this called now? Is this like the Xbox, like, 10,080? I don't... They've done so many 180s on this. No, most most of the games are 720p still, so... They wow. can't be 1080. <laughs> no. Um, I'm sure Titanfall... Yeah, Titanfall runs at seven. Or seven twenty or whatever. 
But uh, they've also announced that they're getting rid of the paywall for Netflix, HBO Go, mm-hmm. Skype, Twitch, and Internet Explorer, along with the free-to-play titles like Happy Wars and World of Tanks. Yep. Can I just say that it's it was it's pretty damn funny that uh, they had a paywall behind like Internet Explorer or something. Well, the the, free the paywall was their Xbox Live Gold. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Well, and did uh, you also see the report what? that came out? Um, I think like the next day, um, they said that if you if you want, you can get a refund on your Xbox Live Gold. Um, starting on June 9th, so say you like, um you have two years left on your Xbox Live Gold, but you don't really play on play online like I do. Like I, the only reason I even have Xbox Live Gold is to watch HBO Go. Um, Which you don't have to do now. Yeah, well, June, June 9th, I won't have to anymore. Um, yeah. If you, so say you have two years left on your Xbox Live Gold, and all you use it for is like Netflix and stuff, you can actually do a thing through Microsoft, and they'll refund you the time that's left on it. Oh. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, so, yeah that is. Yeah. And then we also get Dark Souls free next month on Xbox Live Gold, which is actually pretty cool. Uh, That's pretty cool, though. We also get, uh, if you're listening to this Saturday, uh, the 17th, yesterday you got Sancho the Third for free. Yes. Congratulations. Yep. Yeah, but if you had PS Plus, you got it two years ago for free. Yeah. Or if you bought it when it came out in 2010, you got it then. Uh, but what do y'all think of uh, the console coming out? I know we've talked about it before, it's rumors, but as a confirmed uh, hammer, what do you uh, think about the 399 price drop minus Connect? Jack, you want to start off this one or you want me to start off? As non um, as non Xbox users, I want to know your what you thought about it. Okay, let's see for let's see before I go on and explain i also want to point out that uh the xbox live like games for gold thing i was also coming to xbox one which is uh that's really cool as well that that is cool but there's nothing there except for uh arcade titles and uh, sports games then you get like a well, then you get the, the, uh, the halo right game now. or something for free or whatever oh yeah then get that like i said arcade titles yeah. Yeah, but at least it's showing signs that potentially there's going to be some interesting products that might be released. Yeah, that's a, that's, like, yeah. the, that's the same thing we're getting right now from PlayStation Plus on PS4. We're getting indie games for free, so. I mean, yeah, I mean, with the PlayStation Plus thing, it took pretty much, like, uh, nearly, like, a year or two for it to really start becoming, like, beneficial, you know? Yeah, like, which we, we've, we've talked about this when it, they first announced it. Right. And I was, I, I believe I was a firm backer trying to support Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, about six months ago, and it was like, so... Still think it sucks, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, oh, it definitely sucks, but I know they're, on, they're trying to get their ground in. Yeah, but... Okay. Go ahead, Jack, boy. But anyway, but anyway, how I feel about this is, I feel like this is a great first step. For one, I knew for a fact that uh, they probably weren't going to be going to stick with Connect for as long as they uh, were for their bundle-wise stuff because they hardly did stuff with connect on the 360 i mean it did sell it sold pretty well for its oh those dance central games were fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. they yeah they made bank off that that's the number one game that pretty much used connect to it's like full some of those those zumba like, games uh, sold really well too yeah those those the fitness games in the dance central sold great yeah, the the only thing I don't like really about uh, this particular bundle is the fact that they've not only just cut off like the Connect thing completely, but uh, it also just uh, makes a clear indication for like certain developers. Oh, okay, hey, 
this is not going to be used and stuff. We're pretty much going to be forgetting about Connect and stuff. You can still buy it. You can still use the Connect with its a lot of various features, but uh, but still, that's going to Connect is going to be another, like another afterthought type of accessory. But how I really feel about like it, uh, the whole thing is it lasts a lot longer than PlayStation Move. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, but. Uh, I really like the bundle. I mean, I really like the fact that I'm, I'm not forced to get uh, Connect, which is a device I really have not really wanted at all. <laughs> because I really want just to control the interface with my controller and not voice commands. Since, Dude, uh, as a, yeah. I've had this Xbox One for, let's see, three months now. Yeah. And everyone that I've talked to that actually uh, hated the Connect for the 360 and hated the idea of the Connect. Yeah. With the... With it being bundled in from launch, uh, people uh-huh. are actually starting to enjoy it, and like well, that's good. majority of people are actually like using it. Well, from what it, like well, if you're watch if you're real quick if you're like for watching Netflix, you don't really want to pick up your controller. Yeah, like you just say Xbox Play next episode. Well, yeah, and, that's useful. And yeah, don't even have to do yeah, anything. Yeah, but now. I mean, for me, the I mean, is that really worth a hundred dollars so you don't have to click a button? Well. Yeah, it's not worth a hundred dollars, but I'm saying like the Connect. Once it, if they kept with it, I'm I'm only playing Devil's Advocate. I yeah, really don't no, care I, either way. I understand what you're saying. Um, I mean, I I would have I would I would preferred to have uh, like core games for the thing. Yeah, like if I was able to control my Titan in Titanfall with my Connect, that would be pretty cool. Like if I Pulled, made a fist and pulled back, which gave me the eject, uh, eject option. Mm-hmm. Would that would have been really cool? Yeah, but other than like voice command stuff, Microsoft hasn't really made it a priority to implement more of their games with Connect. Well, whatever. What, what um, from what I've been talking to, uh, like listening to people talk about the uh, the interface of Xbox One, it seems like they're really built it around using Connect. So yeah. that's kind of. So I'm wondering if they're going to do like a. Um, an upgrade on that, or uh, you know, do a do a change to the way the do the something like uh, PlayStation, do something like PlayStation did, and uh, you can use a headset for voice controls. Well, I mean, more of just making it more controller friendly. People I've talked to say it's kind of uh-huh. a pain to go through. I mean, I've never gone through it myself, but they say it's some of the stuff's kind of hard to find, like the way the interface is set up. So they usually just say, "Go to friends." Yeah, I can vouch, I can vouch for that. Yeah. It's kind of so they kind of you built to... it around that. I mean, so I'm wondering if. If they do an uh, interface upgrade, I mean, they're going to have to. Um, they got to. Just to make it more. It says or it's that, it's that Windows 8 interface. So for Windows 8 users, if you go to your home, you see all those slots. Mm-hmm. You basically uh, have to put in what you want on that first page so you can have easy and access that sucks. to it. No one likes Windows 8. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have a desktop and Skype. That's it for my. Or that. Uh, desktop, Skype, Netflix, and Steam for my first panel. That's yeah. it. Yep. And for my Xbox One, it has a Skype party achievements, uh, friends list, and uh, Netflix and whatever game I have downloaded. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think this is actually a um, a smart move. I, I I know we talked about last week about how they're talking. There was rumors of them doing a price shop at E3. Um, I thought it was a mistake to do it. If they connect, the, if they have kept it with the connect bundled in, but this right. is smart. I mean, it's also kind of funny to listen to people talk about how like people were upset about why you got to buy uh, connect with it, and now there's people that like out there like why'd you get rid of the connect? 
like I said, like I said, uh, people turned around and really enjoyed that connect. Yeah, but you still heard like you still have the outcry. People like I, I really didn't want the connect, or people like I want to buy one. Yeah, like, I want to buy one, but I want to yeah. get the connect. And then they get rid of the connect, and then like you don't have to, you know, the people don't apparently don't realize you don't have to keep it plugged yeah, in. Yeah, but to people, plug it but in. people didn't want to pay. They, I think they wanted. They didn't want to buy the. They didn't want to have. They to wanted buy the, the three ninety nine without the. Yeah, so I think this is smart. I mean, I. Is it early to do it? Yes, like I talked about last week. We're, yeah, that's, we're that's seven months into the to it uh, into the cycle where it's just gonna be a and no real major games come out for it except for Tottenham. Yeah, Paul. and we're eight. To, we're just gonna yeah, be eight to year, right eight now. to ten year life cycle, and we're seven months in, and like it's already like they're hitting panic buttons here. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, that's kind of concerning though in a way, but uh, but I do personally really like the bundle itself. I mean, come on, three ninety nine. They price matched with the PS four, which that's a good thing. I mean, the only thing that's I'm really the only thing that's really not there at the moment is uh, it's like with the same thing with the PS4 is it's not that one game where people are going to go out and just buy the console for besides like maybe Titanfall. Only like, uh, hardcore, um, only the hardcore fanboys would buy. Uh, would basically, Calvin, uh, I'm trying to say, someone help me. Like uh, basically, would just like buy a console just for one like first person shooter. Yes. And uh, I've played. Uh, talking about that real quick, I have a Call of Duty Ghost for my PS4. Yeah. But it could also be played on my PS3. Yeah. And God, the fucking difference. <laughs> the PS3 looks so fucking shitty. <laughs> and oh, I've had my PS3 for since. I've, well, I had the Slim since it came out, and right. And I've never really known... Like, the PS3 was a great-looking uh, console. Right. But it has some. It had technical issues, which I've talked about with Dragon Age, and right. we've talked about with Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> and, uh... God. Like, the, the way it looks for uh, PS3 and yeah. uh, the way it looks for PS4 are completely fucking different. And I played it... Me and Ginger Boy played it on the 360, and it didn't look near as bad as it did for the PS3. Oh man, that's kind of really a that's really stupid though. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not even a they didn't really even work on it for this gen. But it's, you know what? All this just like really points to is like Microsoft really needs to like just to hit it out of the park with this E3 for Xbox One to really be like and uh, yeah, and I believe that since they've uh, did this price drop pre E3, like they're going to come out, they're going to try to come out strong, yeah. or they're not going to try, they are going to come out strong. In I E3. think both of them need to. I mean, right now neither neither console, uh, the new consoles is wild anybody i mean there's some good things about it yeah but there's nothing there's neither neither one has that big game i mean titanfall was it but it seems like titanfall was good for the xbox one and infamous was good for the ps4 but they're not neither of those games are system sellers and i played both yeah of them. and titanfall is supposed to be but it seems more like a flash in the pan at this point um I don't know. I think Titanfall's getting more enjoyment from the 360 users than it was for the yeah. next gen. But um, I don't. I think the I I I think it's I can see the the benefit in it where where there's people that were kind of like, well, I want a new console, but I'm, there's nothing on either side to 
like there's no big game on it. Well, it's like, well, the PS4 is cheaper, so I'll go ahead and just buy that one. I think that's where a lot of gamers yeah. went. They wanted the PS4 because it's $100 cheaper. So for the people, exactly. the, undec- the undecided people that want to buy it, don't have the patience to wait a year or two like us, um, you know, yeah, they, they they went for the one that's cheaper. Um, I think that's it. For like the people that are like the non-hardcore gamers, like the ones that research everything and know what's coming out way in advance, the ones that just want to buy the new console – um, I think this is smart because now you're going to get those people that want to go the three six, go to the Xbox route or go to the PlayStation route where it evens the playing field, and so I think this will I think this will help them close the gap. Um, I, I it does kind of suck though for the early adopters at the Connect or for like like ampl- yeah, was it Amplitudes uh, it's supposed to be like, uh, the Connect the big Connect game coming out for Xbox One they're doing a Kickstarter for right now. It's like they're, they're still in Kickstarter and they haven't raised the funds yet. And any shot of them raising the funds for that game to come out, I think, are pretty much slim and done now because that yeah. game's for Connect oh, and Connect's we, dead. We know people. Uh, we know people who've done Kickstars and and Virginia will. Uh, if you want that good Kickstarter, most of your money comes in within the first couple of days. Yeah, well, what yep. I'm saying though, it was. I know it's it's getting close mm-hmm. to hitting its goal, um, but I just think that with this news, it's just any shot it had left, it's just gone because who wants to fund this game for a technology that's basically dead who wants to spend the if you don't have to spend the extra hundred dollars now to get a connect are you really going to spend the extra hundred bucks on the connect to play this one game i don't think many people will say the way i would justify it is since titanfall is one of the only few good games that are on the xbox one uh there are still places around that have titanfall the titanfall bundle Mm -hmm. Which comes with Titanfall and Xbox Live and uh, Connect. Mm-hmm. I would get that bundle for five hundred, and basically uh, you're set for your. Well, games. no, the the bundles that like, the the, the four hundred dollar Xbox ones that come out on June 9th, I believe are going to be bundled with Titanfall or Forza Five. So I yeah, really? so basically the, you're going to get the really? same stuff. Okay, well never mind. I could then. be wrong. I I take back my. Pretty sure I read that in a post, but it, I don't, don't quote me on that. If he is if he is right, I take back my comment yeah. so. but that's still a great deal you got a free game and uh basically a d- discounted connect yeah I don't, I'm, I'm definitely more intrigued now with it um i mean i just bought a, I, I like i said i just bought a wii u i got a ps4 so i don't need to buy one but i think 400 bucks and maybe in a year or two when it's if, if it drops again i don't have to, when it goes down to 200 you're picking um, you'll pick one up i think if it gets i mean unless there's like a big game that comes out for it that's exclusive like say if Watch Dogs was an exclusive for um, Xbox, it'd have to be a series of games. Like it'd have to be like there's not gonna be that one big game that's gonna get me to buy it. But if like three, or, if I if I didn't have a console right now, if I didn't have if I don't already buy the PS4, this would definitely make it a, a much harder decision. Where buying the PS4 was pretty easy at the time, where X, where Microsoft tried all the crappy stuff with like online only and everything like that, trying to force you you can't play used games. It was everybody went to sony because of just the crap they tried to pull and now it's like we're a year out from that they're trying they're doing the right thing it's i like that's what i like about the cool thing about it is when they say where we listen to the consumers they listen to the consumers i mean they're not just saying to like make us feel better about ourselves they're actually like they legitimately listen to us and our and our complaints and they're doing what we what the fans wanted they they wanted the Mm -hmm. they didn't want to connect they didn't want to have to be online every 24 hours. They wanted to be able to play used games, and they're doing all the things you want. And people, like, rip them for doing the 180s, you know, all the time. But you got to do – it's a business. At the end. Hey, people bitch people bitch about them doing something new, something innovative. 
and uh, which we all know the internet hates change. And um, yeah, the internet is like that goddamn cat and stuff like that in the middle of the room that doesn't like like to do anything. You know, just really independent. Hey, can I pet you? Meow. No. You know, yeah, that type well, of, like, crazy and stuff. then when they don't want to pet you, hey, please pet me. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, I, I can understand the complaints of that, where the, what they were trying to do were, like, it wasn't like they weren't then, giving us the benefits of it, they were just taking things away. Like, we talked about this a year ago, where they... See, I'm sure, like, I'm not, yeah, I don't know, we talked about this a year ago, which is why we're about to move on, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, the way they announced all the negatives about it, but forgot to tell us the, the benefits yeah. for it. And if you went and read the benefits, the the shit we would have now for the Xbox One would be fucking great. Yeah, I, I think that was the biggest... The way they... I mean, and... The way they worded it was and bad. And the weird thing is, yep. Microsoft is great at advertisement and PR. That's one, one of the things they're best at. That's one of the reasons why they won last generation, was their PR and advertisement. Oh, no, they won the last generation because the fucking PS3 was $800 at launch. Well, no, but, I mean, they did... Sony did a great job of turning things around with the PS3, but I think the big thing was, was just the way they advertised the thing and just they spun everything. I think if, I mean, if, if they came out and did that again like they did last year, we'd probably be... In, we'd, we probably would still have the same thing. People would still complain, but I mean, I think it would, things would be a little closer right now if they came out and spun it the right way. But, uh, yeah. no, I, I am, uh, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm more intrigued now to get this console, especially with the, uh, the gameplay video of Sunset Overdrive. The, yeah, that, that game looks fucking ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> kind of looks like Dead Rising, but in a cartoon world. Which, that's what I was gonna. No. Dang it! That was I was gonna say. It's it's like the dead the Saints Row version of Dead Rising. Yes. What? Yeah. And it looks good and does what it does. Good looks good for what it's doing. Yeah, it's a very cartoon. It's almost like it's very cartoony with like it's almost like Brink. Kind of like a Team Fortress mixed with yeah uh, Team Fortress art style. Dead, dead Rising. And like it has Brink like with the wall running. You have all the you have all the crazy weapons like you did in Ratchet and Clank or Saints Row. And then with. Yeah, then you have uh, this is Bion's the Horde. Right? Yes, yeah, oh. and this is the Horde mentality from uh, Dead Rising. Yeah, so is this game gonna be multiplayer? That's the one thing uh, I have not really heard uh, about. It has it. to be multiplayer. If it's if it's gonna be a co op game, that'd be pretty cool. I just I from what we don't I mean this is like we just got like a four minute gameplay video. Yeah, and if you ask me, if personally, if uh, I say the cartoon style holds up more than the pseudo realistic yeah no for what this game is a crazy over the top shooting game i think it's, it's perfect for what yeah it is, but... i'm pretty sure in 10 years this will be a game people go back and play yeah i'm just kind of wondering like i mean it's just, it's kind of already talked about this game when we've only, we've only got that first video of just but is this game gonna yeah like, is this game gonna hold up for like a 20 30 hour experience like if it's just if it's a if single it's, player if only. it's like if it's like dead rising uh yeah it will yeah I, but, but it, how if, bare bones is it going to be? Are we going to do a lot of crazy stuff? Is there going to be a good story? With, the, with this crazy over the top thing, I don't think it's going to have a, a great story or a fun story like Saints Row did. Um, mm. I, I, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm kind of wondering if this is going to be like an 8 to 10 hour game. If they make it like a crackdown almost where it's just crazy over the top. like That's kind of what it looked yeah, like, it looked like, but crackdown wasn't that over the top. It was, like, more it was of like a the, Saints Row crackdown. It, say. They did that. The way Crackdown worked was it was supposed to be serious, but it was so serious that it took itself so serious. That's why it was so entertaining. Yeah. And then the orbs yeah. was addicting. 
Oh, the orbs piss people yeah, off. That's why, that's why I didn't play the game. <laughs> I played it for like 10 hours. I stopped. Yeah, it's like 500 agility orbs, 250 aggressive orbs and some yeah. shit. And there's some orbs you can only get in co-op, which which was ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. This game, it's it's an Xbox One exclusive, and it's got me... I'm interested. I wasn't interested after the E3 trailer. I mean, which is kind of hard to say because it didn't show us any gameplay. It, just, it was just a yeah. It was just a CGI which, trailer. You know what? That bug that really grinds my gears. When people like talk about, oh, that game looks <laughs> that game looks great. I'm like, they didn't show any gameplay. I've seen the game. Yeah, I hate when, like I I keep hearing people about how that game. I can't wait for that game. That game was gonna be awesome. That game looks awesome. I'm like, they should they showed us like a 30 second like CGI clip. There was no gameplay at all. I will I will not get excited unless it's like, I mean I'll get somewhat excited if, like, if it's a series I love, but especially when it's it's a new like for with me and Dragon yeah, Age. Yeah, like, I got oh, like, They haven't really showed anything for Inquisition. When they, when they first showed the video to uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, I'm like, oh my god, Metal Gear Solid Five, that's cool. I understand that you get hyped for that, but when it's a new freaking it's 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 a new series. It's it, we don't know what it is. This isn't Sunset Overdrive Two. This is one. We don't know nothing about this game, and people are like, oh, going apeshit over this. I'm like, shut up. Kind of like how Destiny is acting up now. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've got we've actually got some gameplay videos though for that. Quite a few of those. So. Well, yeah, but we now have a Sunset Overdrive gameplay video too. So. Yeah. Now that game will. Um, I don't think we're. I, I don't think we're going to see it for another at least another year, year and a half, maybe longer. But um, when that comes out, I might be interested in. Depending on how well the Xbox One goes, I might be picking up an Xbox One for that. Hmm. But, um, okay, that's positive that that's the game that you might pick up later. Yeah. I, like <laughs> yeah, I said, should, right? depending <laughs> on how the Xbox One goes, if it, if we get a yeah. series of pretty good good, game, good games that are exclusive to it, then it might go that way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. I think I really am getting sick and it's trying to it's about to piss me off too because I have to go back to work tomorrow. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, and would you, uh, would you rather be sick on. at work or sick on your vacation though? Uh, sick yeah, at work. See there. Yeah, see, you're better off. Be, better off but there. technically, if I'm getting sick, I'm sick on my vacation. So right. you can just call tomorrow and extend, extend your vacation. You can go out get yeah, a review. We can that's, play together. That's great. Coming off of your vacation, then calling in. <laughs> I did that before. I think I have two. Well, but I, I didn't have a choice. My parents were in the hospital, but yeah. Oh. Well, let's uh, move on from that sorrow yes. topic. Uh, how about Pokemon? We all we all love Pokemon so much. Yeah, that's true. We know Jack does. <laughs> I, I I used to love it. <laughs> I have all I have the original eight badges. Can't say all eight, but I have the original eight. But um, a couple days ago, um, there was this huge announcement that people knew were coming. And, well, Jack, you want to talk about this since uh, you're more into it than I am? All right. So, basically, basically there was, like, rumors going along, like, uh, for the past year or so, that uh, there was going to be, like, say, a Ruby Sapphire type of remake that might have been coming out. I mean, the past previous games, including X and Y, there have been hints and stuff for various, like, NPC characters hitting at, like, uh, like Hoenn and stuff, the region that, uh, obviously the Gen 3 thing started off with. So last week, there was an announcement made by Nintendo. It was, like, a brief little, like, uh, it was, like, a brief, like, about 30-second, I think, promo or something like that. 
like advertised like a whole new adventure, blah blah blah, and so on and so forth. And it ended up becoming Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, which honestly, Alpha and Omega. I'm joking. Continue. <laughs> but you know what? It is kind of funny when I think about it because, oh man, it's like. The whole, like, I love the cover art for this, first of all, because it looks like Mega Groudon and Mega Kyogre by the way they're designed. But, uh, at first, you know, the when I was, like, reading, like, comments from people, they didn't know whether or not this was actual full-on remake or it was, like, a continuation from Ruby and Sapphire with... Or maybe, it's a remake. But, yeah, Nintendo later went on to confirm that it's actually, like, a full-on, like, remake from the Gen 3, which I like it. I like it because the last time I really enjoyed, like, uh, the Pokemon, like, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, that type of trilogy things, it was, it's been almost, like, ten years, right? So, I know I replayed, like, a Ruby, like, a few years ago, though, but the whole thing about it is, now you've got all these, like, a Generation 3 type of things. Now, the thing about this is, the main question that people have is whether or not this is going to be done in, like, the X and Y type of uh, That was going to be style. my question, that's gonna be that might make the difference in me buying this game if it's just we just update the graphics a little bit and put in 3d and it's the same thing then i'm i might pick it up still if nothing else is around around that time which is doubtful but um yeah if, if it's an xy port then or if it's an xy you know it looks like xy oh, i'm i'm in yeah, basically that's how I feel too. I think it is going to be going upon the X and Y engine, considering how, you know, how much they've actually Game Freak has spent enough time like graphing like every single Pokemon sprite that they could have possibly done no, inside that I'm game. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about X and Y and how you were at that power plant in the desert. Awesome. Yeah. And now I'm thinking of that desert in Ruby and Sapphire where it was just a huge sandstorm. Oh, that would be awesome. And how, and how much of a bitch that would be in the X, Pokemon X and Y. Can I just get a Pokemon Yellow update? Like, just make it like X and no. Y and make it... <laughs> you will ne- See, the thing is, though, they've never up... Uh, they have never updated the third game of the series. That's, That's true. true. They did, they, well, they did, they did um, red and then the they first did green. Remake, yeah, their first remakes was, was a Fire Red and Leaf Green. That was back in Game Boy Advance mm. type of generation. Then with Heart Gold and Soul Silver in 2010. Oh, do you think we'll get a Pokewalker with this one? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I don't think no. so. <laughs> Not with this one. I really want a Pokewalker. <laughs> Go pick up a new version of Heart Gold or Soul Silver. No, yeah, I, I, really. want, I, want on, I want on this one. <laughs> I'm sure you can use it. <laughs> hope so. But, uh, yeah, kind of interesting. First off, all right, I'm not even going to ask you, uh, Jack, because I know which one you're going to pick. Okay. Um, Ginger Boy, which one of these, uh, uh, which one, Ruby or Omega Ruby or Alpha Sapphire, which one are you going to pick? I have no idea yet. Um, which one's the red one? Ruby. Ruby. Probably of that course. One. Yeah, I'm probably going to go towards Ruby as well. What about well. you, Jack? Jack, he's going to go for both of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course I'm going to go for he's both already of them, but I'm going to start copies. on Sapphire. I'm going to start on Sapphire, because I know you guys are going to be starting on Ruby, right? And we're probably all going to be picking either Torchic or freaking Mudkip, so it's like... <laughs> I'll be picking Torchic. I've already decided on that. I don't know what the okay. are. I stopped playing the games at this point. So what would you pick, Ginger Boy? I, I have... <laughs> he doesn't know. Yeah. He doesn't know? Yeah, I, I... Torchic, Mudkip, or... Uh, Trico. What was it? Trico, yeah. With, with, is that like Chico? It's like he's a Mexican? No. no. 
Well, actually, you know what's kind of funny is his full, like, evolved form kind of has this, like, uh, kind of a bit of grass that kind of looks like that little stick or something that, like, say, Razor Ramon has. Do they have the fire Pokemon <laughs> that rolls him to a ball? He's cute. I want him. Oh, god damn it. Is that Gen, no. is that gen 2? Is that, is that... Yeah, I think that's Gen 2. Yeah, right? that's Cyndaquil. Yeah, that's Cyndaquil. I want, I want that one. <laughs> Alright, go back and play Heart Gold. Yeah, seriously. Oh, I, don't, I don't want that badly. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, but anyway, that, uh, those games should be coming out like at least I think it's October. in November. Yeah, it's in November. Okay, that was October. Yeah, yeah, uh, they'll be coming out in November, which can't wait. I know I'm going to pick it up. Probably will. And Pokemon fans everywhere are going to pick it up because oh my god, this game was fucking tearing up Facebook for me, <laughs> dude. A lot of Pokemon fans, they've been wanting this remake for a while now, and so... Hoenn? I, I remember that. Hoenn really, really that good of a game. It or, was, No, it the, wasn't what? in terms of, like, uh... No, it wasn't really in terms of, like, say, the actual overall, like, gameplay map itself, because a, a lot of the later half of the game was just, like, water, you know, surfing, oh, and yeah, stuff like the, that. But... The right side of the world was entire water. Does this, does this yeah. game have eight or sixteen badges? It has eight. Okay. It don't have eight. Which one had yeah. 16? Was 16. that heart? Was that was that? That was heart gold and soul okay. silver. Yeah, that was back in Gen two and stuff, which I thought was great. Yeah, I yeah. like that. It made double sense. the size. It wasn't just it doubled the length See, of the game. What would make me buy a Wii U right now? Would um, Pokemon Yellow? Would no? Would be Pokemon Adventures. That'd be awesome. We start off at Pallet Town or Snap Two and go all the way around in that three D open world environment. I'm down for that. We've been saying that and, we've been saying that since like the like the sixty four though. I don't, I don't think see, it's gonna uh, we got some remember, well, we got something similar to that and uh we got things very similar to like, yeah, like, like stadium. Pokemon Adventures for like freaking like uh, what was it like Pokemon Coliseum and Pokemon X and XD. Okay, sorry, Pokemon World. Yeah, that's what I want for the Wii U. I'll pick the Wii U up. They I'll pick that Wii U up as soon as that game comes out. Yeah, there needs to be some sort of Pokemon game that's sent like traditional type of. Uh, Come on, E3, you know. give us that. Yes, yeah, seriously. Yeah, we're start off at Pallet Town, work our way to Johto, go to Hoenn, <laughs> and uh, all the way right around. No, they'll the call world. it Pokemon Universe. That works. Yeah, put the U in there. <laughs> I'll I'll settle for the dumb name, but it works. Yeah. I'll take it. I don't care. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um, All right. Give me. Hmm. You guys start the next topic. I gotta pee horribly. All right. Well, let's see. Do we want to go to our fearless dictator? Or do we want to go to EA, which is another dictator? Uh, let's start off with the lesser of two evils. Let's go ahead and start with EA. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, EA uh, didn't win um, worst company in America or in the world. I know, it was actually beat out by, like, I'm not too sure. Comcast. Yeah, it was Comcast, which, <laughs> holy crap, yeah. Yeah, Comcast First off, evil. <laughs> all you voters are, are you voters are idiots. Well, a lot of them are but, just voting uh, based upon, like, uh, what they know. What they know, and not actual facts, so. But, um, um, EA announced that due to the GameSpot server shutdown that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And uh, they announced over 50 games are going to be shut off at the uh, end of June. Yeah. And some I'm going to go through some of the more popular ones like Command & Conquer. Yeah. And uh, its expansions, Battlefield 2 for the PC. Yep. Bulletstorm for the PS3. 
Uh, let's see. <laughs> right, first off, James Bond not fired for the PC. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Sims party for the Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, those NASCAR games everyone loves <laughs> for the PC. And uh, skate, skate it for the DS. Let's see more. Oh yeah, Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront 2 for the PC and PlayStation 2. Holy shit, that freaking server's been on for that long. God bless. Dude, uh, Battlefront 2 was uh, the most popular PS2 online game. I did not know that. That is absolutely nuts. Next, uh, I think, Siphon Filter, those uh, Tom Clancy games. I didn't even realize there were still PS2 games, like compatible for online that's just crazy yeah like they've never really officially shut off the servers i think oh man i really gonna miss playing f1 racing from 2002 on on my pc <laughs> why you really you wow okay so you <laughs> inter- come back and interrupt that's that's nice not even wait for an introduction or anything yep. But yeah, talking about how Battlefront, Battlefront Two for the PC and PS Two are going offline as well, and talking about how uh, the the Battlefront series was always uh, for the previous, not the previous, but the generation before last. Yeah, how those Battlefront was always it was number two for the Xbox and number one for the PS Two. Right. Yeah. For the Xbox, obviously, it was Halo 2. Ah. And then by, and behind Battlefront 2, it was uh, Tom Clancy's uh, Double Agent. You're shit. telling me that, it, that Battlefront 2 beat out Fusion Frenzy for online play? I yeah. think so, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> okay, well, okay, whatever. And Neverwinter, Neverwinter Nights too, um, for the PC and Mac, and Neverwinter Nights for the Linux are going offline as well. So those are all those are the most popular games. Oh yeah, and Crosses and Crosses too. Well, also also to mention stuff like that GameSpy, the company that's going to be shutting down. It's it was responsible. Like it was not just for, oh, like the EA the ga- games, the but games... also for the a lot of the Nintendo stuff as well for the DS and the Wii. Yeah, which there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of DS games on this list. Oh yeah, I mean like the Pokemon games, the freaking like uh, Mario Kart Wii, the Smash Brothers stuff. You know, Pokemon wasn't powered by GameSpot. Um, yeah, I think so. I think so because uh, that was one of the main reasons why the Nintendo's having to shut down a lot of their uh, online stuff. Aren't they shut the DS and Wii? Aren't they shutting down the Wii servers like in no. two weeks, anyways? Yeah, I think they're shutting down the Wii servers, but they're the they just shut down the DS servers like a couple months yeah. ago. Not not just a couple months ago. I mean, they're going to be shutting it off like uh, a lot of their game online stuff, like on the twentieth of May, which as a recording is like five days from now. <laughs> mm. But, but uh, one last major game that they're going to be shutting down, like say for that the online capabilities is the original borderlands which kind of is a bummer yeah we we talked about that a couple last time we talked about GameSpot. yeah and uh oh that was only for the ps3 though but uh they're also shutting down battlefield 1942 i forgot about that one and um is there any that was a huge piece there's no there's no xbox games affected by this is there it sounds like it's all pc nintendo and place and uh sony yeah yes um I don't think, uh, 
I'm not sure if uh, GameSpy was used on a 360. Yeah. I know I know it was a huge factor for the Xbox because that's how you played uh, Halo uh, One and Halo One Online and a bunch of other Xbox One mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. But or Xbox Original, my bad. <laughs> yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, all those battle. Battlefield 2 and Battlefield 2142 and Battlefield Vietnam. Those are all getting shut down with uh, this GameSpy, the GameSpy software going down. Yep. Which I don't know why another company won't pick up the software and uh, rent it out. Because a lot, of, a lot of games depend on that that service. But again, all these games are pretty old yeah. too. So. True. But not to say that they're old, they're they're still going strong. If they're just now getting shut down, like uh, Command and Conquer, that that game was strong for. Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of those games, like, probably could be shut. Like Madden NFL 08 on the DS. Yeah, probably shut that down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you couldn't even have started that. Maybe. But uh, yeah, just <laughs> sad to see uh. A service that's been around forever, right? Uh, go down, mm-hmm. and uh, I know uh, when I was a kid, I used GameSpot to play online games. Hmm. But uh, let's move. On. So we've already talked about one uh, dictator. Let's move on to another one. Uh, did either of you? I know you did, Ginger Boy, but did you? Watch this video, Jack. Yeah, I just got done watching it like as uh, before we recorded. This is freaking hilarious. Yeah, Glorious Leader, a video game by Kim Jong Un oh. and his best friend. Dennis <laughs> yeah, his best friend Dennis the Rodman in a side, his best in a side scroller uh, shooter, which is coming like, out. A lot of Contra. Like, yeah, like Contra. Yeah, con- Contra. Yeah, and. Um, you ride unicorns and set, eventually set and fire the American flag. Oh, the game looks awesome. It's coming out for PC. and It's coming out for PC and mobile devices, which if you're in North Korea, you have neither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> South Korea is going to love this game. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I, I can't. Depending on the price of this game, oh, if it's like five bucks, uh, I'm definitely paying. Yeah, it's gonna, it's, there's no way it's going to be more than five bucks. No, it's going to be... Uh, What's that money that they don't have in North Korea? Bitcoin. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude you laugh. Bit, you laugh. Dude, five bitcoins? That's $5,000. Oh, <laughs> I will not buy this game if it's five bitcoins. It's like zero. <laughs> Let me check. Uh, I'm going to check the, the rate for Bitcoin right now. But, um, yeah, this game looks fucking ridiculously fun. Yeah. Just playing as Kim Jong Un riding a fucking flaming Stop unicorn. It. Yeah, uh, it looks great. I I uh, I love the unit the unicorn and just like like random like him just randomly yelling through like oh it kind of looks like uh, <clears throat> God what's Rapidash? Mm. Oh my God! <laughs> does does not look like Rapidash? Did not look like Rapidash? Kind of uh, really I, I agree with you. I that, that that's actually a good call. I didn't even think about that. That's actually perfectly <laughs> what he looks like. I thought this was like a game when I was originally reading like an article about it and I first saw I thought he made the game like he paid someone to make the game no <laughs> like, there's no, no one hilarious. in fucking North Korea that could make that game well he, he probably has powerful friends shot, outside yeah. 
Yeah, we want a new Mercedes and a game devoted to my father. Oh, <laughs> uh, that game. Oh. Or, but, uh, yeah, that game looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, we'll post it in the, the Drunk Nerds uh, Facebook group. Yeah. And God. you can... Okay, well, apparently it went down. It's now to $450 at Bitcoin. Not bad. Dude, you can get, there was a time where you can get Bitcoins for like like multiple Bitcoins a day just for letting the, your computer run. Like, for... God, what was it? You know how uh, for P- Gabe, or Jack, you know how for the PS3 you could have that... Uh, you can activate that software that lets people use your PS3 for performance? Yeah, that was basically for NASA, I thought it was, or something like that. Life yeah, it was something, NASA and Harvard or some shit like that. Yeah, Harvard, that's what it was. Uh, and uh, you could basically let your computer do that, and you'd earn multiple Bitcoins a day. You'd be a rich oh man right God. now. Yeah, or not right now, if you uh, had them about six months ago, you're, it was up to like 1500 Oh my God. Damn it. I'm in the wrong business. Yeah, and there was a, yeah, I know, when I heard about that, they should have... Uh, I should have put it in for that. But, uh... Yeah, it was also the story a couple... Like, a couple... I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Or, no, a couple of months ago. Uh, this guy realized he had... Uh, he saw that the price for Bitcoins were, like, over over $1,000. He threw away a hard drive that had, like, over a million dollars worth of Bitcoins. Oh, oh my <laughs> and, God. Yeah, he was at the dump. It. Like he was at the dump looking the, for that. With the guys, with, with the guys searching for the ET cartridges. No, it was somewhere in like uh, England, Britain, ah. I think, UK. Oh, that explains it. Anyway, and he he was at the dump for like months on end. It's like they talked about how they add four feet of waste every, or about yeah, about four foot of waste every other week. Huh. And That's he was digging through that shit looking for the oh, hard drive. I'd do the same damn thing for about a, over a million dollars. and I'd do it with a hundred dollar <laughs> bill in there. Kidding me? If there's a hundred dollar bill and there's a hundred pounds. Dude, he is never going to live this down. He's going to be calling, he's going to be telling his grandkids, yeah, I had a million dollars at one time in bitcoins. And I literally. And I had to dig through ten miles of shit in order to try to find it. <laughs> You can always, he can, but he can always be a cool story to the ladies. Like, hey, I literally threw away millions of dollars. <laughs> can you yeah, buy? Can you buy right. my drink? Because I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, let's move on. That sad story. Sad to him. Find hilarious to us, but uh, Jack, huh? I know you made a video uh, about Outlast. Last week, I think. Yeah. Um, where can they find that video of yours? Well, what they can do is they can go onto YouTube on our Drunk Dash Nerds, like a YouTube. It's just page. Drunk Nerds channel. Yeah, our Drunk Nerds channel. And they can look under. I think it's like, uh, what was it? It was like a particular. Well, they could just. It's like I think it was like Drunk VG Theater or some shit. Yes, yeah, like so under Drunk VG Theater, there's a video that I personally have made off of uh, the Share Factory feature for the PS4 called uh, Outlast Abridged. And and it, it's like a it's roughly like about 15 minutes or so like of uh, me piecing together like uh, certain moments of Outlast when obviously making like a little spoof of like certain events. Like, there's, like, all sorts of, like, various, like, uh, funny stuff I go into. 
But uh, honestly, if you really want to see this video, go on to our YouTube page, Drunk Dash Nerds, and uh, just just enjoy yourself because I might be doing more in the future. <laughs> and speaking of that, we will we are in the works right now, trying to get more content out mm-hmm. there. Yep, videos, audio stuff, and. Hopefully, a lot more content in the near future. Yeah, we are we are in discussions right now of how we're going to do it and what we what we should do. So hopefully, we'll have some up in the next uh, month or so for this. Yeah. And uh, Jack, mm-hmm. yes, the WOW. Oh, okay. The wrestler of the week for this week. Well, this is the W-O-W. I thought we were gonna like World of Warcraft of the week. You threw me off there for a second. <laughs> this is the wow moment of the week. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think one of the wrestlers of the week should be. I know this is gonna be stupid. It's it is Hornswoggle for this week. And why Hornswoggle? Because there is this hilarious video that. Uh, both 3MB and Hornswoggle did. They were like on the WWE app, like not the app, but like on the pre-show for SmackDown. And I posted this actually inside of a drunk nerd's like a Facebook page, where basically Hornswoggle messes up Torito's name, actually live on air. And uh, the guys at 3MB they forget or pretend that they forget to realize that they are actually taping live for their like a pre-show, so millions of people are actually watching them. And it's like, oh, come on, man. It's Torito, man. What the? Okay, we got to start this over from the beginning. And all of a sudden, it's like like the announcer guy's like, dude, we're doing this live. And the expressions on everybody's faces and stuff is just fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Including Ginger Mahal's. I mean, that's it's just most friggin' priceless. But uh, for people who don't know who Hornswoggle is, Hornswoggle initially came into the WWE like as uh, the sidekick for like uh, Finley. Yep. And uh, uh, progressively, story storyline wise, he started to be introduced to like as uh, Mr. McMahon's like illegitimate bastard child. <laughs> that's because Mr. Kennedy got fired. Yeah, that's because Mr. Kennedy got fired and stuff before you know that eventually. It was fired or he's suspended. He was fired shit or injured. Yeah, he was fired. Yeah. The first time he was suspended. The second time he was fired. Yeah, but uh, so. The most hilarious part about it is, it's like he became like uh, Mr. McMahon's like Ill- illegitimate like uh, child and stuff like that. But as a wrestler portion, I have not really seen him wrestle all that much and stuff. Since he's mostly used for like either comic relief. He killed. He killed the fucking cruiserweight division. Yeah, he basically killed the cruiserweight division for the entire like uh, WWE at that time he, because he is the last cruiserweight champion. Which is really Ugh. fucking depressing. Yeah, they brought the thing before that. They brought all these fucking cruiserweights like Shannon Moore. Yep, Gregory Helms was yep. back, and Jimmy Wayne Ganger, despite yep. the Jimmy name, Wayne was Yang. decent wrestler. Yep. He was a decent wrestler, but they fucking killed that division like a month later. They were gonna, and guess what? Huh? They were gonna reboot the 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 cruiserweight division, but then they they uh they brought in what was the uh, Mex- the Mexicools. They brought them in to do this reboot oh, the geez. division, but like midway into like rebooting the division, they decided to make the Mexicans, which was uh, the most one of the most oh. racist things WWE's ever done. When they gave a bunch of Mexicans, put them together, lawnmowers, they, they came which in lawnmowers, which, super crazy psychosis and hooven yeah, so dude. Three which great were all wrestlers. wrestlers from the WCW, mm-hmm. which were actually pretty good, like prize like cruiserweight wrestlers and stuff back in the WCW days. But they made them into stereotypical red, like almost like a 
rednecks riding their wand deers and drinking their freaking like uh like what was like uh their wine coolers or whatever the hell they were doing it was like some generic mexican beer it's like we are not mexicans we're mexicools this all that's just terrible shit death of the cruiserweight division well they were a decent tag team nonetheless but yeah they can go they just had god they're gimmicks. gimmicks Yeah. yeah, just this is what happens. This is exactly what happens when creative comes up with like a bad idea and tries to run with it and runs it into the ground. They kill. They, they kill, kill the fucking division. They not only kill divisions, they kill correct like wrestlers' careers and stuff. They even had a fucking great. Yeah, they even had a fucking great tag teams like Eminem, Super Paul London, and Brian Kendrick, and fucking. Uh, well, Brian Kendrick really much got himself kicked out because of his like uh, abuse. I think it was with alcohol or certain certain other things, but. Uh, Oh, that though that division like they killed the tag team division, then or they killed the cruiserweight, then they killed the tag team. Yes, and then it's I mean for years, ever since like the end of the Attitude Era, and so the WWE has tried making credible tag teams, but they've always end up somehow like not caring about rebuilding their tag teams. Like a few months like after <laughs> they start rebuilding it again, and then all of a sudden all the good teams that were there to begin with. I've either broken up or like all sorts of various other crap. They've either gone down the list. It's just it could be really sad and depressing when you look at it. Because uh, I mean, kind of like how they've done right now. They they built it up for like they built it up for like a year, and then they just like in like a two month span broke up all the teams. Yeah, because basically, look what you got for tag teams right now. And I know this is getting a little bit off the Hornswoggle thing, but I mean, the, for the teams, Hornswoggle got, and McMahon. Oh, Jesus Christ! So basically, they got. Uh, they got Jimmy and Jay Uso as the tag champions, and uh, the the team that has the hottest streak right now is Rybaxel, which is basically Curtis Axel, Kurt Hennig's son, and uh, Ryback, the dude they haven't been able to make use of ever since they tried to, you know, give him the WWE Championship too fast, and uh, that ended up failing well, hard for them. And they just lost back to back matches to Sheamus, so they're pretty much yeah. they're pretty much done. So <laughs> I, I kind of agree, but. Anyway, that's pretty much the wrestler of the week, Hornswoggle. You killed oh, the cruiserweight division. Going back real quick, yeah, he it wasn't yeah, his fault. I mean, dumb, yeah, it was. It was a combination of it, but uh, it's basically I, almost how David Arquette killed the, like the WW, like WCW heavyweight WCW. champion. No, the WCW killed it a long time ago when they switched it thirteen times in nine weeks. What? Yeah, and oh, God, it, I forgot about that. Yeah, they switched it in that span. He was like the tenth person to win the title in like a six week span and it, it oh, ended up wow. like yeah it was it, yeah that's how you not do a promotion folks yeah that's how you kill your brand but uh yeah i think at that point they were still going strong no they? no they were no no they were losing WCW money. Oh, okay. after 2000 no after 99 no. they never made they never drew a dime after 99 yeah um, but uh Let's uh, move on before I get mad at the cruiserweight division. Okay. Again. All right, well, I'm going to do uh, something. I'm going to give a shout-out to a friend and a person I think we all gamed with at some point. Okay. Um, I'm going with at 8-Bit Base. Oh, oh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to do this not for the fact that he's a cool guy, which he is. Uh, I'm going to do the fact for his Kickstarter. Um, for Glomtom, his uh, his invention for to help gamers and basically store their shit and like the device. I've I've donated like shit. Uh, fucking. 
Someone help me. I'm at a loss for words right now. For the Glomtom? You donated to the Kickstarter? Yeah, for the, yeah I've donated to the Kickstarter for Glomtom. And uh, just, it's a, I think it's a memory foam padding yeah. uh, with a compartment for controllers, phones. Oh. And uh, he's, t- A-Bit has talked about how he's used it for, like, holding his infant kid while he was playing, while he was gaming. That's where he got the idea from was... Um... Basically, yeah. when you're sitting up playing a game, it's kind of hard because like you, can, you don't want your hands by your waist or whatever. Like you're just kind of awkward position when you're playing. So what he did is he created something that goes around like your waist, and you could rest your arms on it. So you have your you, know, you have your hands a little higher up. And you don't have to squ- you're not squatting. You're not in a weird position. So you can sit comfortably, have your hands up. You can store your controller, your phone, all your stuff in a little compartment on it, and play. And if you you know like like what a, a lot of gamer parents do is they like they hold their kid. And like while they're and, and play and play games while they're holding a kid, like until he falls asleep, he or she falls asleep. So basically, what this is is that way you can comfortably play games um, while sitting up or you know holding your kid. So it's actually a really cool thing. It's on Kickstarter. Um, I think he's actually about halfway to his goal. About he's like yeah, just saw the tweet. He's at fifty. He's over over fifty percent. Yeah. So and I think he's got another no, almost at fifty. Yeah. So he's he's got like three more weeks to go. Um. So. He's eight dollars away from fifty percent. Oh, okay, that's good. Oh wow! So I mean, I, he's got I think about three more weeks to go uh, to 18, eighteen days. days so yeah, well, two and a half. So oh, fifteen days. Yeah, fifteen days from now, help him donate. Help him get his uh, project. Yeah, he's been working on this for two years, so um, put a lot of time, money into this. So hopefully, it pans out for him. So if uh, if you, if you're interested in this, or you know, just have some extra cash laying around. Throw some money at him, um, and if or if you don't, or and th- tell a friend, tell a friend, yeah, any gamer friends or especially ones that have uh, kids, they like they have to, you know, they want to play games, but they also have to put their baby to sleep. This would be perfect for them. Yes, or if not even a gaming parent, just it'd be it's a nice thing to have uh, at lying around mm-hmm. like why you're gaming, and uh, I think that's uh, about it for this mm-hmm. week. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at drunk underscore nerds. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to our face, like us on Facebook at drunk dash nerds. Go join our Facebook group at drunk dash nerds. Right. And uh, have a good day. And I've been Knuckles. I was Ginger Boy. And I'm the Jack of Hearts. Good night, everyone. Eight bit, you rock. now so go on there check us out and if you like us leave us a review and we'll even shout you out and jack will send you his credit card number